right, let's get into it. Thank you for tuning into Nonsense Worth Mentioning, a podcast about nothing that talks about everything. I'm here with my brother from another mother, Juan, and my actual brother, Mikey. And uh, last week, we didn't have an episode because uh, due to some technical difficulties, it didn't go up and um, life was really crazy last week. So there wasn't a time to re-edit and reprocess and re-put it <laughs> between baby showers and biblical rains and, uh, you know... Just a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff happened last week. Biblical <laughs> <laughs> rain, yeah, bro. For real, yo. That's, it was man. Like, right. yo, the front of my house was a legit river, yo. Like, it was, it was crazy. But you know, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Let's let, let let's recap on the week that everybody missed, and let's give a little quick breakdown about Juan and his uh, Hunger Games because that was a uh, that was a big topic last week, and um. So anyone who didn't know, Juan was doing the military Hunger Games. Uh, it was uh, <laughs> it was uh, some running, right? Some obstacles with some shooting and stuff involved in it. Yeah. Um, it was uh, it looked pretty crazy. He was in full full gear, had metal plates. Yeah. It was like yeah. on some real Call of Duty, like like actual metal plates, right? Like actual military. Yeah, actual actual uh, series three, I think armor. It was three, series three armor. Three, not 3A, just Series 3. I was going to say, if you got pictures and videos, send me some. I'll throw them up on the IG page. I do. I'll send it to you. Bro, you got to send I it got, to us. Uh, I got one that's like 15 minutes long. You can chop it up, but just don't make me look really bad because I already did that myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, I want to go into that real quick. So, when you pulled up onto that, right? Like, like You already knew you was joining this military Hunger Games. You already knew what you was in for. Some obstacles, some running, yeah. some carrying heavy stuff, some shooting. But when you pulled up and you saw the layout, were you like, oh, I got this. This is exactly what I thought. Or were you like, oh, shit. I bit off more than I could chew, yo. Um, I kind of <laughs> said, oh, I got this. Right? Until we seen people going. Running, they started running the heats, and then I was like, "Oh shit, I don't think I got this." <laughs> um, not too many people was finishing; they weren't finishing the events. Um, they're timed. A lot of the events were timed, so there was a lot going on there. We what well, we had to do the... was uh, it the people not finishing, or when you saw the actual shit going on? Like, what made you think you ain't got it no more? When I seen people not finishing. Oh. So it was, it was like five. There. It was five. Five team heats. So it was five teams in each heat. There was like. I don't know how many heats. But well over 20, 30 heats. And out of those five teams. Only like two. <laughs> one or two teams were finishing. The Damn. whole. The whole work. So. You got 15 minutes to complete the job. And the first job was, like I said, so you had 60 yards. About 30 yards in was the yoke. It was three three sandbags. It was a 50, a 75, and a 100-pound sandbag. You had to run down with the 50, throw the bag on the ground, and do a burpee on it, which is like an up-down, but your chest had to hit the bag. And your legs had to be fully extended back, pop back up. Take the sandbag, throw it over the yoke for your partner to do. The first run of that, you had to do 12 apiece on the 50 pound on the 50 pound bag. Then you had to pick that bag up and run down to the firing line. At the firing line, they had 
two barbells with handles on them like a farmer's carry while your partner was shooting in the prone position at a target that was about i would say between 75 and 100 yards the other person that was not shooting had to hold that farmer's candle up in the air so that that weight had to be off the ground while your partner was shooting they had to shoot 15 rounds so you had to hold it up for 15 rounds then drop transition from the rifle to the pistol there was a pistol target in front of you same amount of rounds 15 while you're shooting a pistol your partner had to have those weights off the ground after that was done you swap places the other person did their firing sequence then you ran back to the starting line picked up the 75 pound bag run to the yoke do the same thing again with the bag same thing down the firing line run back after that pick the 100 pound bag up do the same thing at the yoke now at the yoke the burpees went from 12 apiece to nine apiece to three apiece according with the weight it changed um, now did you get points for like your partner like if you guys hit targets and didn't like if you if you was over there with me and i was struggling carry could you just be like pop 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 and just all right just get dropped so i could drop my weight like or did you need to hit targets for points no, you, and shit? you need it you needed to hit the target uh, a miss was 10 second penalty oh um, every miss you had it was 10 seconds added to your total time and it was judged off total time and then what they did was they take the total time they break it down into a percentage off of 100 and then everybody in your heat their time their time was calculated off of the number one person's time so like if you know, 100 is 100 right so if they averaged 80 points the number one person then everybody else behind them their 80 points was 100 100 percent so their oh okay so it was scaled based so on yeah whoever did the best like, scaled off of that rather than giving a benchmark that you don't know if anybody can hit because nobody's hitting that benchmark i got that, that's pretty cool so, though that's pretty so cool which was not i think that helps a lot yeah. because if if you think you're out down and out of it but if you went into a heat where you know the winner was like out of control and they freaking like crushed it and you was in second place but you was looking at like 95 percent uh, and they had 100 and then you know somebody else went and their and all their times was lower than their time that percentage changes so it kind of helps you move up the ranks right. I, I like i could i could i can say that the scoring was something i've never been involved with before the way they did that but the way that they kind of made it fair for everyone i would say i like i could appreciate that and how did you when you were when you were getting into that right like how did you perceive the obstacle like when i did the the warrior dash right when i saw when i came up to an obstacle like for me it was like wow an obstacle thank god i could stop running you know what i mean like to me that <laughs> Because to me, like the obstacles, to most people, the obstacles are the hard part. But, but for me, the obstacles were a way for me to kind of slow down, catch my breath, and get it moving. Like, did you have the yeah. same feeling? Like, were you looking more forward towards the obstacles or to, like, yo, these obstacles are crazy. Like, I don't want to be holding this bag. I just want to get back to moving. Like, um, how, how, how do, how are they when you, like, what was your perception of that once you got involved, when you started going through the heats and shit and having to do all that running and obstacles type of shit? My perception was um, once they say go, it was finished to completion. So you just had to keep moving. There really was, there really wasn't anywhere you could take a break because 
it was time. Oh, so, so you had you took a break, you lost time, and then you ended up not completing the event. Like we never got to the hundred pound bag. Finished the seventy five pound bag. We finished the shooting on that series, and we made it almost back to the yoke before time was called. So we never oh. even got to the hundred pound bag. You gotta bring your mic down. There you go. Damn. So, so yeah, yeah we never, we never got to the hundred pound bag. So, it was all time. The first event we did was like a, they called it a floating event, uh, a floating battle. Everything was called a battle. It was a floating battle, and you had to get it completed between nine and four o'clock on that day. So, we decided to do that first, as soon as it opened, so it was out of the way. We were trying to rush to finish something to get there to finish that. Um, and <laughs> the first step of that was our first event. The first step I took, I pulled my hand, uh, my uh, calf muscle. So I was kind of done. Like I was a straight up jogger after rip. that from the, from the first event. So that kind of really messed it up for me for the other one too. And then um, your part, you said your partner was having some some issues with his back, so then you had to carry yeah. his ear. So like after that, the, the day just kind of just get, just kept getting on top of on, just kept getting harder. Yeah, harder. it was. Like, it was already hard from the jump, and it just yeah. kept getting progressively worse as it went on. It was just more to considering what you had to lift. Um, like as far as like the jogging, I think I could have scooted along and made that portion of it like in the events. Um. Like I said, to go back to the first event, you had three, you had three five-round pistol magazines. You we both started in a box. You had to run about 20 yards to another box, load your pistol, and shoot at five metal targets. Four of them were white, one was red. You had to hit all the white and the red being the last target to hit. Then run back and tag your partner. And your partner had to run and do the same thing. So we had to do that three rounds each of five shots within two minutes and 30 seconds. It didn't happen. I didn't get to finish shooting. Um, so then we went to the second one, which we didn't complete that one either. That was 15 minutes. Uh, then the third one that we did was start off with a shooting series. You had to start out with your rifle. You ran up to a barricade. The barricade was raised off the ground so you had to get down in a prone position and you had to shoot four rounds at three different targets with the rifle. One was close, medium distance, and about 100 yards was the last one. Both you and your partner had to shoot those four rounds at, at those targets from underneath the barricade. Then together you had to get up and move over to this mock roof they had set up. You had to lay on top of the roof feet couldn't hit the ground and you had to hit those same rifle targets with the same amount of rounds then you had to run over to another barricade where you had to go on one knee you had to draw your pistol and you had to shoot pistol targets after you shot pistol targets with 12 rounds i'm sorry 15 rounds you had to holster the pistol you had to pull your rifle back out you had to do the rifle shooting series again of the 12 rounds at those three targets. You had to sling your rifle, pull the pistol back out, and do the pistol targets again, 15 rounds. And then after you did that, you started a five-mile run. Man, I would have the woods. All that shit you had to do, bro. I would have forgotten that the woods. Shit. Well, that's part of the challenge, Mikey. 
So that you got to remember the, the, the you the have orders. to remember your steps and your orders. So it's, it's it's they try to like simulate like you know what the chaos of war, right? So in war, you know, there's things you have to do, but when you train for it, they pretty much happen automatically. Muscle memory, your mind knows what to do. But if you're not used to that, and like for us, this is the first time doing it, they give you the instructions, and then you're like half the way through, you're dead ass tired, and you're like, what was I supposed to do? Oh, shit. Do you, do you think remember. you would have, uh, like, did you think, I mean, obviously, not get take the injury aside out, like, you think that this would have been something you would have been more prepared for? Like, had you done it right from when you got out of the military rather than having oh, X amount of years it. as a civilian? Would have killed it. Would have <laughs> killed it. And it would have been like playing in a playing uh, full court in the park all summer long with the sun beating on you. And you're still going. Going <laughs> like, going strong. In the fourth, fifth game in, and you still full court. And, like, this is nothing. It would have been like that. For real. Like... <laughs> I'd have had no problem with it lifting anything. Um, and the run would have been a joke. Yeah, I remember the run would have been a when joke. You went, uh, the one time you were out in Iraq and you came back, man, you came back, you look like an ox. Like, you were huge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I wish I, man, those are some good times. But, I mean, all I was doing was lifting. You know what I mean? I was lifting twice a day. And then we was in the middle of the desert. So yeah. where was I going? I wasn't going nowhere. I would go to the gym and I ordered all my stuff, all my um, supplements from that one website, which we won't mention. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, keep it in par with Mikey there. Um, <laughs> but I, I used to get, yeah, I used to order like three, four hundred dollars worth of supplements every time I put my order in. Damn. And, I mean, I was taking everything that you can take, and I was taking it the way you were supposed to take it and when the time you were supposed to take it. Like, I was on the only schedule. And you saw how big I was when I came back. Yeah, I remember. I wish you you could see my wife's face when she came to pick me up at at Kennedy Airport. She was just (laughs) like, she just kept doing, you the freaking Hulk? (laughs) I was pretty big, man. That being said, with everything that went down, you're going to try this again next year or uh, are you good, yo? You, you got no, I'm definitely, I'm definitely trying it again next year. I didn't complete it. Who wouldn't try something they couldn't complete? Like, yeah, I guess you're right. And I had an injury. So, like, I think it might be a little different if I didn't have the injury and I just couldn't complete it. And it just because then you could be like me. you could you could feel like you know what well, I tried it just it was it was yeah. out of my reach but now you kind of like damn was it the injury that slowed me down or can I just not do this so, yeah I feel yeah. that I feel that I they actually just it. put it they've just put up the registration um this week for the same event next year in the same same venue so my partner now we you know I told him <laughs> I told him on Friday. We were talking about it. I said, uh, are we going to do this? But he asked me if we're going to do this. And I said, are we ready to do this? Because the type of training we need to do, we need to start now. And I told him, I said, this is going to be some life-changing training. Like, yeah, this is like it, some six-pack abs and get rid of that spare tire training. Once you get, like, serious into it, and you start training for it, you end up doing it for such a long time that it just becomes part of your daily routine. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes, I mean, look at Mikey, right? He just started doing his stuff. And then 
you become you do it so often it just becomes part of your habit it's part of your yeah, daily yeah, ritual yeah. like me slacking has just become part of my habit my <laughs> daily ritual because i've been doing this so long you know you, so. like that guy? you, guys, you guys be able to train together one what's that does he live by you like you guys could train together nah, he lives like 45 minutes away from me uh, but we could train like we could get like a weekend in of training yeah, we could do something like that a month at least once a month get together get that synergy yeah but i mean there's people that yo those people was clicking like but you can see like the majority of the people that was there had already you know did like three or four of these things like this was the first team event this is the first time they had this whole team event thing this was the first one normally it's individuals Normally, it's individuals. So you got like you have elite, masters, and intermediate. Masters is for forty-five and older. Elite is for elite athletes, and intermediate is for you know a a good shape. Don't let the word intermediate fool you. You got to be in shape. (laughs) It's not just like yeah, I'm gonna go out here and try this. No, you got to be in shape and intermediate too. So. You know, I, I was thinking to try Masters. Maybe if, if it doesn't happen as a team, I might try Masters because the the weight's a little bit lighter. The restrict some of the some of the time is more like you know because you're a little bit older. Um, but I mean, I'm it sounds better, right? Do it it again. sounds better too. You you're like you know what I mean? Like yeah, I did I did the Master Series. Yeah, you're like oh for anyone, shit, the official, <laughs> yeah, for anyone else. <laughs> yeah, but, but you, you in your head, you know, you did the old man series, but to anybody yeah. else, like, damn, my man did the master series. Oh, that's what's up. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so, wow. I mean, all in all, I will say, um, uh, ta- the tactical games TTG. If anybody wants to see what it was or what it was involved, you can go onto YouTube and and um. And Google up the tactical games. I think you have to have the tactical games because I think somebody stole. You know how they do that? They yeah. steal the website thing. So try to sell it to people. Yeah. So you got to use the tactical game in front yeah. of it. And I, and I keep but, calling um, it the, the military hunger games. Yeah. <laughs> it should be. It felt <laughs> like it. Put that shit though. Probably pop up. Yeah. Right. You should probably show up. You probably not for nothing. Maybe we make our own. <laughs> yeah. Take some take some of the heavy lifting out of it. Make it some eating contest or something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you gotta pull up, eat 17, you gotta eat like like six hot dogs, fire off 15 rounds, and go to the next station, eat a whole pie of pizza. Yeah, shoot yeah. <laughs> shoot a three-pointer. Shoot the shoot ball. Three. Yeah. <laughs> do, do a kick flip. Do a kick flip. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that's a song. No, nah, but it was, it was, it was a good time. Um, it was a life experience, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, life you, experience. Eli went with you, so you guys had that that bonding on the ride up. You know? So yeah. That's a, that's a song, man. I I enjoyed that on the way back. He played all his music, and um, cause we left that night, we 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 wasn't finishing the second day. I couldn't lift. He couldn't lift. Ooh, yeah. We got back to the room we rented, and uh, we packed up, and we we. We went home, so we listened to um, all kinds of <laughs> rappers I've never heard of before on the way home, and little he was this and me young the, that, and... yeah. And then there was some kid I forget his name, and I was like, "Damn, what kind of name is that?" He was like, "At least he didn't put a baby in it, a little baby or something." 
Because they all got little <laughs> like little you, right? Long, uh, yeah. Uh, or some kind of acronym. Yeah. It, it was good times. West Virginia Mountains, fucking beautiful. Um, What was that? The George Washington National Forest. Beautiful. That's all I can say. We were so high up in the mountains that we was driving through rainstorms, and then it was sunny, then it was foggy, and this was all like in 10 miles. Yeah. It was wild. It was wild. Speaking of of wild rainstorms. (laughs) Segway. Segway. (laughs) You know... When when the, it was when the I first saw that we had a storm named Ida coming through, I, you know, mm-hmm. growing mm-hmm. up with the Ida, you know, we, we you know we had a lot of jokes afterwards, right? Like, yo, Ida hit hard, and we was like, yeah, we know, we know. Like, I, I grew up with Ida; she definitely hit I hard. Just she put that together. She don't play, and we should have known better. We should have been we should have been a little more prepared for what you know for what Ida had for us because. They just made it seem like we were going to get some rain out here. Like, other areas, right? Like, little Louisiana, they got hit hard. Like, there was mm-hmm. massive flooding, you know? And um, to us, they were like, yeah, we're going to get some rain, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah, we got the residual, they said. We're just going to get the yeah. residual. It was, that, it, was, it was something, bro. Like, I remember getting out of work, right? And my mom had just had surgery. So, she, I was, I, normally, I go to see her. She's like, yeah, don't come see me. It's really shitty outside. Just go home. I'm like, I got, all right, I'm going to go home. I had her exchanging AC because we bought AC and it was broke, whatever the case may be. So as I'm in Sam's, this, at this point, it's like 8 o'clock at night, right? And I'm oh, going over there. Crazy. So actually, it wasn't 8. <laughs> it, was like, it was like 7. It was like 7 because Sam's so closed at 8. So it was right before because I got into Sam's just before it was closing. So I go there and I'm like loading the AC onto the carriage and I, and I, I had an umbrella which was completely useless. It was no, the, the, it served no fucking purpose other than to make my life more difficult from my car to Sam's. <laughs> like, that's all it did was just make everything that much more harder to do. And then, like, I was, the water was everywhere. My socks were wet and I'm changing this AC. I'm like, I'm in such a shitty mood. I'm like, I, I don't mind snow, but this fucking rain, man. Again, still, it's not registering. It's just really hard rain, whatever. I come home. I make Gianna mac and cheese. I bring Gianna mac and cheese downstairs. I'm like, oh, guys, the room smells good. It's nice down here. I go upstairs. I put the AC in. Maybe 10 minutes later, my wife gets home, and she's like, the basement's flooded. I'm like, what are you talking about? I was just downstairs. I just gave the kids mac and cheese. Like, the basement is not. She's like, I'm down here now. The water's up to my ankles. I'm like, what in the actual is going on? Like, what are you talking about? I go downstairs, and sure as shit, there's water up to the ankles. So I'm like, oh, yo, are you kidding me right now? So I'm like, shit. We don't have a pump or nothing like that. So I'm like, we got to go to Home Depot and get a pump. Again, in my head, it's just raining hard. Bro, we opened that front door and my street was a legit. I have a picture. My street was a legit river. It was. And the reason why we were getting water in my basement, because my street was covered in water and the drain from my house that goes into the street was the water was above it. So the water from the, the river of the street was just backfeeding into the house. So other places had like dirty water. We just had clean rainwater all up in the basement. Thank God. Yeah. I know. Thank God. Because to be Ooh. honest, I don't I, I don't know you how ain't getting in that brown water. You ain't getting in that brown water. That's not happening. That's not happening. Yeah. Jen would have been mad with you, bro. Yeah, she would have been mad with you. 
Talk about being mad, right? When the whole process is going on, right? And we got to go to Home Depot. And I open the door and I see this biblical rain outside and my street is a river. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a problem. And I start, like, right away, I start freaking out. Like, I'm like, oh, man. So I, And I'm I'm talking out loud because I'm, like, freaking out. Because I'm like, oh, we're going to go. There's going to be water everywhere. And I know how my town gets with certain areas where it floods really bad. And I got a big truck, so it's not a, really a problem to ride through some of that. But I'm still like, damn, it's going to be a lot of water. With with the, this much water here, I can just imagine how much water is going to be at the spots that flood. And I'm, like, freaking out. And then I'm freaking out. She's like, yeah, you want me to go with myself? I'll go with Emily. And I'm like, look, I'm going to go. I just need to work through this. Like, like I gotta, I gotta be mentally prepared <laughs> for what's gonna happen. And I'm gonna tell you right now, nothing, nothing could have prepared me for what I saw and how I felt. And I thank God that for once in my life, normally when I come home, my routine is I come home, I sh- I, I smoke, I shower, and then I start my home day. For whatever reason, I didn't do that this day because if I would have been stoned, I would have. I would have had a heart attack. My heart would have been my. I would have just passed out. I would have never been able. To, I would have been completely. It'd have been worse. It'd have been worse than the lines from COVID. Oh my God! For <laughs> real, yo. So like, I'm going through all this, and she's like, she's like yelling at me. I'm like, look, I'm gonna go. I just need a second. I just need to process what's going on. And yo, we get. And we, first of all, we step outside the house, and she's like, you should wear flip flops. I'm like, I'm not wearing flip flops. She's like, well, you're going to wear your sneakers. And mind you, I'm wearing my I'm wearing my Jordans. My, my Neymar is the reflective ones. And I'm like, I'm not going to go out here in flip-flops. You know what I mean? I just wear these beat-up, you know, they're kind of cool, but they're beat-up. I wear these. She steps off the steps, and she her slipper is gone. Her flip-flop is gone. gone. River, <laughs> Hell yeah. She's like chasing it down the street. I'm like, that's why I'm not wearing flip-flops. You know what I mean? Like, yo, we drive the whole there for this, <laughs> Yo, we turned the block and and my whole everywhere is just water everywhere. There's like no streets. It's like it's like there's just rivers going through my whole town. And then we get to where the the, the deep parts of the water are, and there was just cars just stuck in water. Yo, I I literally saw like cars floating. Like there was the one the one block we turned down. There was cars floating. I, I had a bus to U-turn. I'm like, nah, we're not we're not going on this block. It was it was insane. Never in my life have I ever seen or felt that way ever. And in my head, it was the end of the world. Like I like I'm like I sh- I don't know why I came out on this. Like I should have stayed home. I didn't want to see none of this shit. You know what I mean? Like there was this I was Home Depot. I know Home Depot had to be flooded. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. It was there was yeah, cars. Cause they're right it. there. It was car- where that where that all goes down. The one guy said that he left his car in the movie theater and walked across the flooded highway to get to Home Depot to buy the pump because he didn't know how he was gonna get his car in there. Yeah, yeah. It was, and people that were working there, they're like, "Oh, I don't know how I'm gonna get home. My parents can't get here to, uh, my, you know, my roommate can't get here to this or whatever." Like, it was just insane. It was, it was complete insanity. And then, like, obviously, well, I can't, I can't say obviously because I know because you know, I guess dealing with cars, we know that like you don't stop in water. You ride, you drive through it. You know what I mean? But I'm watching these people and they're like slowing down because the lights changing. I'm like, "Yo, you can't stop here, bro. Like, you stop yeah, here. That engine is is a wrap." Because when you're driving, the, the forward motion is dis- displacing the water. So it's kind of keeping it away. The minute you stop, it has time to settle. And that's when you're in trouble. So I'm driving and the dude's trying to stop. And I'm like, nah, we're not doing this, y'all. Like, I went right around them, right through the red light. I'm like, I'll let Jesus take the wheel, y'all. I'm like, we're not, we not stopping, you know? Like, <laughs> we just go, I'm going, I'm going all, in my head, all green lights to Home Depot, y'all. So we went there, we got the stuff. And like I said, coming back, man, it was insane, y'all. Like, and then, like, going through my feed and seeing other people in town, 
and all the people in North Burger, because North Bergen got hit really bad on like the lower end, like by the tunneling area and all that, got yeah. hit like oh, oh my goodness, I so can I'm, only like, imagine the feed, and I'm seeing all these people like losing all this shit, and like for me, like I said, we had some damage in the basement, like rugs and stuff. Luckily, we had the the kids stuff is elevated on a platform, so nothing really got damaged. But I saw what people lost, man. It was heartbreaking to see that it, this happened within minutes, like from within minutes. From one minute to the next, shit just flooded, and then it it was just I don't know, man. It was, I, it was the craziest thing I've ever been a part, of. and we've been a part some a part of some yeah. insane storms in our lifetime. You know, I remember when Mikey was younger. We had that big storm, the '80s, the big snowstorm. You know what I mean? So we that was had a great snowstorm. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that was a great snowstorm when we was little. I remember that one. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and it was just like. It was insane, and then I was looking through my feed, and uh, that on that day, and like five years ago from that day, I was in the same situation, but in Florida. And it, luckily, at that time, we got lucky again because we couldn't leave the airport because of the storm. But because the car was at the high, we were, we we were able to find a, a hotel, we were able to get a room, and we had you know. So like, I was like, yo, we got lucky that we were able to get a room and find somewhere to stay instead of having to keep the kids in the airport sleeping like the other families were. You know what I mean? Like, we, we were lucky. You know, we got. We were able to pull that off. And then I started looking through my feet and I'm like, damn, like, because you know, Facebook gives you the memories. And I'm like, mm-hmm. every year around this time, not every year, every, every like, I want to say like, every like five or six years, this has happened. You know what I mean? So people are like, oh, this is the end of the world. You know, the, it's like, yeah, it's, it is crazy that it's happening, but this happens a lot. Like, it, we, we like to act like it doesn't happen a lot, but this has been happening for decades. You know what yeah. I mean? Maybe now it's becoming, I guess, a little more frequent. Because of the the climate change stuff, maybe I mean I don't know. Well, that's but. what they say. They say the climate change intensifies the storms, and this is hurricane season. Yeah, this is storm season, and it's not just gonna stay in one part of the U.S. Like it's gonna move. So yeah, we're gonna get hit with it, and it's and gonna I, be stronger and stronger. Yeah, and they, they were, I was seeing on the news they were talking about um about that like. This is going to going forward is going to sim- like kind of be the norm, you know what I mean? Like we're gonna the storms are going to be harder hitting like this on yeah. a regular basis, you know, and like it just showed like because the way it happened that we're just we're just not prepared for situations like this, like we're not equipped <laughs> to handle shit like this, and it's kind of scary when you think about it, you know what I mean? Like the fact that something like this happened and there was like nothing involved. There was no like plan involved to like how to fix it. So now, like I know I saw in the news that New York was talking about that they're changing policies now because of what happened. Because people got stuck in their basement, they were drowned. You know, in Jersey, a bunch of people got, got stuck in their cars and they drowned. That was crazy. You know what I mean? That was, that was crazy. So now New York is saying that they're putting in like stuff in place so that when this happens to like help evacuate people and stuff. Like, yeah, in my town where cars were getting stuck, cops were rescuing the people, taking them out of their cars. And then bringing them to the library and letting them like just stay at the library to kind of stuff settle down and they were able to get back to their homes and stuff. And then the next day there was cars all over the place, abandoned cars everywhere. You know, it, it was people didn't even have homes to go back to, man. Yeah, that's that's the sad part to too. Get back away to other homes. My you, sister's coworker walls, walls were giving way because the water pressure was too much. Like it was insanity. As people were in canoes on Tunnelly Avenue. Yeah. <laughs> My my sister, check this one out. My sister's co-worker, they left work at 5.30 that day. I, I leave at 4.30. Um, I was out of the area. It was still sunny. It was no rain yet. I was like, 
I was like uh, right on the 78. I think right when I got on the 78, where the, where that big merger of 287 North, 287 South comes into 78 to go up my way. That's when it started raining, and it was rain from there all the way home. And that was at 4.30, 5 o'clock. So they usually leave at 5. They had a, again, like always, right? They got some meeting that ran over, so they couldn't leave on time. They left a half an hour later. So they ended up leaving at 5.30. On the way home, her car, she drove through the water. Her car stalled out. Husband came, picked her up. His car, driving with her in it, trying to get home, that car stalled out. Damn. Police picked them up, tried for 45 minutes to get them to their house, couldn't, left them at a Wawa. They had a walk from the Wawa to their house in waist-high water, jumping fences, jumping fences. They finally get home, and their whole basement's flooded. Talk about an adventure. And mind you, that water was brown, so you don't know what's in that water. Yeah. I know it's in that water doo-doo. You, you just doo-doo. walking. There's definitely doo-doo in that water. <laughs> you just walking through this water. You don't know what you're kicking, stepping on. You know, God forbid you get cut on something in oh, your leg. Yeah, That's like instant infection right there. Like, right there, just cut that motherfucker off. Just cut it off. You lost it. It's gone. But I, I, feel, I feel really sorry for a lot of people who, like, um, my wife, my wife's friend's daughter just bought a house in Manville, Manville, New Jersey, and that whole area is underwater. Manville, Boundbrook, um, what was the other town? Burlington. That's where the tornado. You saw the tornado. Yeah, tornadoes. Tornadoes came through. Tornadoes in Jersey. It was like, what? Some end of the world type ish right there. And, and like, you know what's messed up? Like sucks too that, like in my area, like. It doesn't. It doesn't flood like this for a lot of the places. So a lot of these people that lost stuff, they didn't have. They don't have flood insurance. You know what I mean? Like the homeowners, don't, because it's not a normal. It's not a normal issue. It's so all this, all this area. stuff that people are losing, they're not getting back. You know what I mean? Like it's that's sad. You know what I mean? Because I've seen like my one friend. She showed a picture of her yard. The water was like midway to her fence. Her her yard looked like Hudson County Park Lake. Her, she said her cars were underwater. The next day, she put pictures of the house after the water kind of like went away. The refrigerator mm-hmm. was dripping, like water was coming out of the fridge. It was like it was sad. It was terrible to see all that shit. You know what I mean? All that shit That's gone. Horrible. And you can't replace That's it because, horrible. like I said, unless you you have flood insurance, which typically you only buy if you live in an area where flooding is is, is a common thing. And that's and that's because they happened. make you. Yeah, and, and that's because they make you common. buy it. It's not common yeah. to have flooding like the way we had here. It's it's crazy. You know, that man. in itself is, is screwed up, man. That in itself is screwed up. You have to buy a separate insurance. For some yeah. shit that's not gonna happen that often. Like that 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 shit almost seems like criminal to me, man. Well, I insurance mean, is criminal. <laughs> I was just about <laughs> to say that. Like all that shit is, is all, all of that. that shit just shit. makes it even worse. It's like, bro, I'm already paying you money for insurance. So if something happens, like but now I gotta get separate insurance or something else happen. Like it, it don't make no damn. It's sense. like, sir, I'm sorry, but your insurance does not cover any losses on a Friday. Unfortunately, this all happened yeah. on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and you and had to get the Friday, Friday policy. 
When yeah, you had to get that. <laughs> is that if you have insurance, right? It's not like they say, "Oh, you know what? It's been ten years. You haven't used it. Here's some fucking money back." Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're not giving any of that shit back either. Well, uh, some of them do. Some of them do. My my car insurance, my car insurance, they do give you these like checks, these dividend checks at the end of the year, if you don't have any um any claims. You, gotta, you probably gotta pay extra for that. Let <laughs> <laughs> me, me know. That's the that's the separate plan. Nah, you gotta pay nah, nah. Uh, I don't. That that's. Can we say this? You in good hands? You in good hands? I'm not in good hands. I'm not in good hands. I know. I know. I know. When you us, in good hands, pay extra for nah, that. Help us protect you. We've been serving our military patrons oh, the beginning of time. Yeah. <laughs> he said it. I didn't. Because I, mean, I got I, I got him, too. I got him, too. And yo, USA. Yeah, is, is, USA. Is, like, when Jennifer had lost her earring snowboarding, like we were like, I'm like, yo, let's call the rental insurance. I mean, let's see what they could do if anything. We called them up, like, yeah, we lost the earring and we were snowboarding, and we gave them the price, and they're like, yeah, not a problem. They they didn't send us for the whole earring. The the whole set was X amount of dollars, and they divided it in half and gave it half because we only lost one earring. I'm like, yeah. that doesn't help. Like, we're not just gonna buy one. Like, they, we buy them in sets. <laughs> like, <laughs> but they only oh, covered back. the one that we missed. Somebody, huh? oh, we lost that second one. You got to call them back in a few weeks. But you ain't gonna believe this, but. We lost that other one. <laughs> so if you would have didn't even think about that. You didn't even think about that. That'd be honest, so had funny, I known yeah. that, I would have just said we lost both of them shits. But I mean, yeah. You know, but yeah, I mean, but yeah, that's how it be. Yo. That's how the insurance they, you know, they, they always try to find a way. It's like it's like my job. Like they always find a reason why they can't pay you your shit. There's always an excuse. They just, you know. Yeah, so it, it, it was yeah, it was a it was a crazy week, man. It was an insane week, you know. And it's funny because like that that week before that weekend, I remember that Saturday, I, I went out with Ricky. I went skating, and I remember I yeah. talked to Mikey briefly that day, and I was like, "Yo, this is like my best day off ever." Like I, I was like, I was like, "Yo, I'm like living life right now." Like I can't. I woke up. I went with my nephew. Went to the skate park. I saw my mom. I saw my daughter. I saw my granddaughter. I went to my in laws' house. They had a party. You know, we had a band, you know, like it was a good day. You know, it was, it was, I was like loving life. The next day I saw my niece, it was a baby shower. I'm like, damn, it was like, and to me, like, I always get worried. Like when I start, ha when I start feeling like that, like I'm living and like life is good. It's like, I'm going to die. Like, like that, that, that's how my mind works. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's oh, like, this game, yeah, life can't be this good. Like something, I'm going to get hit by a bus. I'm going to get struck by lightning. Like this, this, this is going way too well right now. This is going way too well. So that's like my first mindset. And I'm like, oh, look, good. Nothing happened. And boom, that's it. It's biblical reigns. And the fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, man. And then the, the, the craziest part of it all is that after all that shit happened, I woke up the next day and it was like the nothing never was. I woke up and there was the sun was shining. The birds were singing. I said, you have the nerve. Yo, there was no like cloud. Who was it just yet? Like, <laughs> Did you notice that? Did you notice that the next day in the morning, first half oh, of the day? day oh, no, because I was there in my was basement no clouds. I had no idea there what was, happened outside. There <laughs> was zero clouds in the sky. I thought like I was in Iraq again. Because when I was in Iraq, that's how it was. There was never a cloud in the sky. When the cloud showed up, you knew it was raining. And it rained. And then it went away. There was no clouds in the sky, bro. None. I remember walking to work. Um, not, No, that wasn't the next day. Never mind what I said. <laughs> so yeah, needless to say, it was a crazy week, man. It was a crazy. It was a crazy week. Apparently, 
I, I read this earlier this week and I, it blew my mind. The Federal Trade Commission is investigating why the McDonald's ice cream machines are always broken. No, you, you're lying. I, That's what you're lying. You're lying. <laughs> no, he's not. Great segue, by the way. Great segue. And, and, and yo, those machines are broken so often, right? That Damn. even McDonald's was like, oh, we had a joke about why our machines are always broken, but we don't want to put it out there because it might not work. And that was McDonald's ah! actual Twitter account that put that out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what That's I mean? so, hilarious. It, it, it's, a, it's a common thing for these machines to be broken. You know what I mean? Like all the time, every time you go there, it's like this. I saw this one YouTuber that was going around and he was going to McDonald's and he was ordering ice cream from the, the blizzards. And if the machine worked, whoever rang him up, he was giving him $1,000. He hardly gave out any money. He hardly gave out any money. <laughs> but yeah, apparently, the, you know, because they, I guess because they're saying that the big thing, I guess, is, is shit breaking down and not being able to fix it, right? Because that's why now we had these laws with mechanics where everyone's allowed to get the same information we get so that regular shops can work on cars, not just dealers. So apparently that's why they got involved because they're like, yo, why are these things are always broken and why can't anybody other than that company go out and fix them? Like, so now they're investigating all this stuff and trying to figure it out because apparently it goes through some process that it has to clean itself after because it's, obviously there's milk and it's dairy and it has to stay cold and, you know, you don't want shit spoiled or whatever. So it has to go through this cleaning process that when something happens within that cleaning process that it fails, like I said, it's done. It has to get yeah. completely fixed. It can't just reset itself or whatever the case may be. So now it's been so often that now they're like, the feds got involved. Like, <laughs> the feds got involved. They want to know why why y'all ain't selling McFlurries. Inquiring it's probably, like, <laughs> it's probably like some 75 cent sensor filter with a sensor on it that goes bad and uh nobody knows you're supposed to change it because they forgot to put that in the manual you know what i mean yeah, and one of those type of things you can't the the, the, mm. the the staff can't work like you have to call this company to come in and do the repairs viral serve but i mean like, like I it's I funny like stickers they're looking at it now right that like, and it's 2021 but i remember as you know 20 somewhat years ago like every time you go in there, I'm like, yo, again, why is this thing broken again? Like, again, no ice cream, you know? Like, it's bad tight. I mean, Mikey, you're, you're an ex-McDonald's employee. I mean, how many things? I used to think that it was they were just lying that it was broken because they didn't want to make ice cream. They were like, oh, they, they don't want to fucking deal with it, you know? Yeah, I thought they just didn't want to clean it. Yeah. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, when you, go out, when you go out to eat somewhere, like, you really don't know what they're doing, like, how much of the procedure they're following, like, how clean the place. Like, you just yeah. kind of just hope for the best. You yeah, know bro, what I mean? Like. You go to somebody's house to eat. You don't know what type of cleanliness yeah. they have. Twenty, like you know, it's clean when you walk in. But how many times you don't have like a little bit of a mess in your house, and your wife's like, "Yo, start cleaning because we got people coming over." Right. My point is like, wherever you go, unless you're the one in the kitchen cooking and cleaning, you have no idea what the yeah. the sanit sanitary uh, habits of that place is. Whether it be a private establishment, you know, a, a fast food place. Your boy's house, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're right. This guy's is a gamble. This is a gamble. Just eat that shit, man. It's like, don't make a difference. Yeah. Like, Give if, it if it makes you eat that shit, bro, just, just eat that shit. I, I had this conversation at work 
Uh, who the hell was I? Oh, as a matter of fact, it was on vacation. I was talking with uh, a family, this lady from a family we made friends with, and we were talking about coffee and different spots and stuff. And um, she's from New York, so she was talking about all the bodegas. And I said, listen, I said, let me ask you a question. I said, because everybody I, I say this to, like in my place of work, they always look at me crazy. I said, but they're not from my area. Because, you know, we, well, we have bodegas everywhere. And I asked her, I said, straight up, I said, if you walk in and that place looked dirty as hell, maybe even got a cockroach going across the counter. I said, how's that coffee? She said, that coffee's phenomenal. <laughs> she said, bro, tell me no. The yeah, dirtier, the coffee and the sandwiches. Yeah. The better the sandwich and coffee is. I don't know why. You know, maybe just because, you know, they, they put more attention into their coffee and sandwich than they are of the cleanliness of the place. But, I mean, you only have so much energy to, to that vote to something. So maybe they're like, you know what, fuck it. We're going to leave it dirty, but we're going to have bang-ass coffee. And it, it's true. It's legit, bro. The dirtier the bodega. Like, you walk into the bodega, and you, you smell like some dirty shit. Bag, let me get a cup of coffee. And I guarantee you that's going to be the best coffee of your life. Yeah, I ain't going to front, yo. When I walk into a bodega and it looks like and like you see no dust anywhere and everything's very clean, it's like, uh, I don't know if I want to eat before I don't want to eat here. Yeah. They're hiding something. They're hiding something, yo. Yeah. <laughs> they like, yo, you out that back room that you got this shit so clean. What you trying to hide? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that's the truth, yo. <laughs> Sad, yeah, but after truth, you walk in there, you're like, oh, this is this bodega's a little too clean. Ah, uh, something ain't right here. Something ain't right. They they cover it for they something. They they try to keep the huh? Drink. I say, anytime you eat or drink something that's made, you taking the gamble, man. Yeah. I mean, how? Often, I mean, I, I'm guilty of this. I'm, you know, until I brought that Keurig into work, and then I realized it. But how often you actually like deep clean your Keurigs at home? To be honest, I don't. I use them and then I throw them out because mine normally end up breaking. Maybe they had the FT, the FTC. Like the curious we have at work, <laughs> I had that shit in my house and I just, I just feel it. You know what I mean? I just feel it. I never throw nothing. Oh, that part? Yeah, no, nah, I clean that once in a while. I clean it like you start maybe seeing a little residue sometimes. Like to me, the water look, to me, I'm, I'm kind of skittish with water if I put it in my body. If it, if I can't see that it's like crystal crystal, like the containers is kind of crystal crystal, I'm not drinking it. Between me and my wife, that should stay like it never not running. You know what I mean? Like there's never a point where it's sitting idle. So it's not like nothing sitting stagnant. It's like we put water in it and by the next day, yes. you got to refill it because there's no water in there. So my thought is, well, it's constantly Yeah, so yeah it's no, no, I'm with you. Now, now let me ask you this question. How many but times I, do you change what? that filter? What filter? <laughs> no, the filter in the, in the <laughs> reservoir. They put change it every six months. I, yeah, I, so I didn't even as long as you change in that, the water stays good. Yeah, but still, you take that shit apart. Like, you take it apart, apart, and you be look at that should be getting dirty, man. No, yeah, you where the you, pod goes. Yeah. Well, my my whole thing with the with the that machine is that when you put the pod in. And you hit that needle through it, it's not really it's not really in the machine. What you're drinking is in the pot and then coming out the needle. So as long as that needle is clean and yeah. the water you put in there is clean, you're good. But yes, I'm you do have to start, take that apart. You start dissecting some areas of that curry. I can't no, yeah, it's there's oh, some yeah. coffee grains. They get up in there. Not even coffee grains, just the water. It, it turns like like a, a regular fish tank, like it gets slimy and it, I, I didn't want to make a cup of coffee. And like Juan said, this shit tastes good because it's what's going through the pot. But <laughs> yeah, if yeah. you in somebody else's house, 
dissect their Keurig just like you would your own. You're gonna see they look the same. But if you in somebody else's house and you see that, you're like, ah, look at this dirty mofo, man. Like I ain't drinking no coffee from here. When yeah, 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 you want coffee now? I'm I good. Should way cleaner than this. <laughs> <laughs> like the other day, they did a barbecue at work, and I'm like, nah, I'm not eating on off that grill because that could look nasty as hell. But yet, my grill just sits in my garage. You know what I mean? Like I don't have no fancy spot for my grill. So yeah, my but- grill. As dirty but as you that. clean your grill. The dude that they had, yo, they said the dude was cleaning the grill with like eco spray or some shit. Like I didn't know that, and I I ate like seventeen hot dogs off that motherfucker. But you good though, and what I'm saying is you good. You ain't you ain't die. You ain't get no stomach virus or nothing. That I Hold know. On, how long ago was that? To be honest, I wouldn't even know if I had a stomach virus because the way I go to the bathroom on a regular basis, like I can have a virus and not even know because that's just you can shit the virus right out. Yeah, you know, like I don't know, man. <laughs> yo, I tell you what, <laughs> yo, the dude that was making these burgers, he was handing out burgers, yo. <laughs> yo, I, I kid you not. If he would have handed me a burger and I would have been into that burger like Jose's burger. I am not lying, Juan. I would have lost my job because I would have swung on him. I would have swung on him. They were medium, right? But you put it on the bun. He goes, oh, it's medium. He put on the bun close. You go to open it to put ketchup. The bun looked like it had ketchup already. But he said those burgers are medium. I would, yo, oh, I hell no. I would have choked him out. Yo, my man. Who was it? Was a co worker? Was yeah. a co worker? Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. Nah. You yeah, got to get him off the grill. No, he, yeah. Yeah, nah, he, uh, and the best part was he throws the burgers down, right? And got it to where, like, it kind of brown, and then a red threw cheese on. And he like, oh, what you want, medium? Well, I'm like, bro, you can't see what the meat is. The cheese is on it. Yeah. I don't see what you're doing, like, you know, you can do the touch test, see how firm it is. He's just going off for, like, guess. I'm getting grossed out right now just remembering how Jose's burger yeah. looked. Yo. It, was, yo, it was pink. It was blooded. Uh, yo, I So he, he, like, he bit into it, and it was like that, or he cut yes. it open? No, he bit no, it. He ate the whole shit. No. He saying my homeboy to feel upset. He, I saw he bite. Nah, him. I'm throwing that shit right back at him, yo. Yeah, nah. That's throwing he it right back him. at him. He would have been trying to like, fucking get me. He trying to kill me. I got two more burgers and some shrimp. I said, nah, I just ate. I'm good. I'm good. I don't want none. I'm all right. The, the catch yeah. pan for the oil was, was filled with, like, dirty-ass water. So, like, I don't know if that water came from the grill or that water came because the grill was outside and rain got in there. But finding out that he cooked, he cleaned it with the eco spray. That means that water was from the grill, from the eco spray that he got from the parts department that we used to clean shit on cars. That's what he used to clean the grill. My man was out there with brake cleats. Nah, bro. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't do yeah, that. Yo, when, when my man bit into that burger, did you eat I, anything? Did you? I, well, you had I hot, dogs. hot dogs. I ate hot dogs. I, I ate a lot of hot dogs. I would have been loud of it, Mikey. Like, yo, let's go get, let's go to Wendy's real quick, bro. Yeah, He's like, yo, we be back. We're going to Wendy's real quick. You go to Wendy's. This burger's right here. Nah, I'm good. With the, with the hot dogs, yeah. they pretty much they ready shit to begin with. So I mean, I guess no matter which way you you cook them. Yeah, I mean, they say that. You, if you eat hot dogs, right, it takes off like X amount of years from your life, right? Wasn't that the thing they they released like a week or so ago? We should be dead right now, bro. Huh? I said on that note, we should be dead. Either oh, we yeah. should be dead. Yeah. Oh, we were supposed to because I seventy five with the amount of hot dogs we ate growing up. Yeah, I had a lot of hot dogs. Hot dogs are my, like my favorite thing to eat. My like my favorite shit to eat are hot dogs. Because back then, hot dogs were cheap, right? So everything we had, like we had hot dog dinners. We had spaghetti with hot dogs. My yeah, mom makes this thing that she calls like, that mom's special sauce, and it was chopped up hot dogs inside spaghetti sauce, and it was mom's special sauce. It was hot dogs with spaghetti sauce on spaghetti. 
You know, we had hot dogs for everything, man. That shit was like gourmet meat the way we were eating it. Yeah, that is spam. So, I mean, if that if that study is Ooh. is legit, then that means that we were supposed to lift about 175 because we ain't dead by now from the amount of, of of years that hot dog eating was supposed to take away from us. Like that means we were gonna. Well, be how about like, like what that that Joey Chestnut guy? He should have. He you know he should be in the grave already. Autumn. That's the first thing I thought of when I saw it. I said, man, all these damn hot dog eating contest dudes. And, and you see what they do on the contest. And that's not even them training. So, and right, if you're trying to run like a, a quick 10 miles or a yeah. quick five miles, when you're training, you're running 10. So he's trying to eat like 75 hot dogs. When he's training, he's eating like 100. Oh, that's so much meat. It's just disgusting. Like, oh, it's so nasty. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I I I can get on a whole nother topic about how how disgusting me it is. I, I I can't. I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. I don't even want to go down that rabbit hole. It's just and I can't I can't be vegan because I don't I really don't like vegetables. But meat is just so nasty. So it's and when I cook meat, it just I don't even want to eat dinner sometimes when I cook. Like uh, I have a problem with beef. Like I can fuck with chicken. To a point, I don't like touching none of them with no gloves on my hands. But like when beef cooks, I don't know, man. And you get that like the blood comes and it's like brownish colored. You know what I'm saying? Like it'd be like. I thought like, exactly. When I cook the burgers, burgers, when I take the burgers, I scrape that right off the top. Like when it starts, I scrape oh, it right off the about. top. So I don't even want to look at that. I don't even want to look at that. <laughs> Like for me though, like I was do, I was cooking the ground turkey the one day, and I saw like like, cause they just basically just taking chunks of turkey and grinding it, and then I saw like I guess what would be like veins or art, whatever those thick things are tendons. The yeah, tendons, and I'm like yeah. and I see it, I'm like picking it out, and then I, I I couldn't unsee it. So now every time I cook ground turkey, I'm here picking it out like I'm picking out you know vegetables from chili, and I'm like I, I think I don't, I don't want to even cook vegetables from chili. Uh, I, I will say the name. You know, because it's, it's you know family owns the business, but I did try uh, for the first time. I went to a legitimate vegan um, place called Part of My Veggies. They're out in in this uh, uh, park, I believe. They're they're out of a bar. I forget the name of the bar, but it, you can find them on IG Part of My Veggies. Um, and I had a crunch wrap and some tacos. Everything is vegetables. For the meat, they use mushrooms and walnuts to give you that texture and that flavor. And I'm not gonna lie, bro. I had a, a complete vegan dinner. And it was legit. It was legit. Like, I don't know if I could recreate those flavors and combinations in my own kitchen because I don't have that knowledge. But, um, yeah, part of my veggies, man, if you guys are ever interested, try them out. I had it, I want to say, like, three or four weeks ago. I wanted to bring it up on the podcast hey, the next what part, what part of What part of your veggies do you want us to try out? No, he said pardon. Right? Pardon, pardon my veggies. Pardon yeah. my oh, veggies. It sounded like you said part of my veggies. And I'm... No, no, no. It's yeah, I, don't want, I don't want your veggies. I don't want your meat. I don't want none nope. of your shit. <laughs> uh, you don't, I'm not trying to offer you none of my shit. So it's no, pardon. Pardon, yeah, my pardon my veggies. Yeah, they have a... We're going to go again. We're going to order again because my, my mom wants to try it. But he also does sandwiches. Like a cheese sandwich with the same thing. I got mushrooms. And I don't like mushrooms, man. But this shit was legit. I mean, if I had that type of knowledge, I mean, I could probably do, a, you know, go vegan, depending on what the nutritional values was and all that. I don't know what, you know, what the breakdown was, proteins and all that. But as far as flavor-wise, and it filled me up. It filled me up. 
Yeah, I, 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 meat, like, meat just really grosses me out, like, to cook it. Like, when I cook, I can't cook chicken. Like, I have a real hard time cooking chicken. Like, it just, Why? I find it all, I don't know, it's just disgusting, man. I, and you know me, man, my head just be just getting, and, like, and, like, like you what know, kind of chicken are you cooking, though? Like, I, well, I want chicken breast, that's it. That's about chicken it. I don't, I don't mess with anything else. I don't mess with anything else when it comes to chicken. Chicken breast, chicken nuggets, I don't know. <laughs> chicken tenders, you know, that's all I fuck with. Huh? So you don't even mess with real chicken. What are you talking about? Chicken breast is real chicken. Yeah, I'm just it's saying. The breast, it's the breast of it. And chicken. to be honest, I, I don't... Chicken I don't, titties. I, Mikey gets mad at me when I say this all the time, but I don't like when my chicken tastes like chicken. Like, there has to be some sort of flavor. I need some sort of seasoning, some sort of... I can't have this pale palate type, this chicken. Like, uh, yeah, but that day that you said it tasted was like chicken, it didn't It didn't just taste like chicken. It, it had it some. Tastes, no. It had that chicken taste. Eating, but yeah, but it's gonna have some of that chicken taste because it's chicken. <laughs> I don't know, man. It just, I just, I'm weird like that, bro. I can't, I can't. I can't. It, 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 I don't know. Like, this guy, yo, he, he, he drank a grape energy drink yesterday. Talking about, yeah, I don't know if I like that. Tastes too much like grape. <laughs> Like, it's in the name, bro. But what you want to taste like? Strawberry? Like, it tells you right on the box. You're looking to screw the company. Like talk about, yeah, no, it's great. Eyebrows went up and everything when you said that. Like, eyebrows, your hair did a little thing. <laughs> it's like that person that threw McDonald's because the coffee was hot. It's like, bro, you bought a hot coffee. Like, what did you think it was going to be? Yo, you that got- just happened again. Yeah. Like, yeah. Man, there's some dumb bastard there again. What was it? What company though? I don't remember. I just started it on the news. I, I um, it was I, it else like that. I think it might have been like Starbucks or something. I don't know. I'd be embarrassed to like sue somebody for something that's stupid. You know what I mean? Like they, 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 they yeah, but still, like yo, like I, I guess you're right. Yeah, it is a million dollars, but like, yeah, you wouldn't be embarrassed. You know, but I wouldn't do it because it's common sense. Like, I'm getting hot coffee. Like, don't get me wrong. I've gotten burnt where, like, I like they didn't. Like, if you're going to sue somebody, sue them for not closing the lid properly. Why not? You know what I mean? I mean, you sue them for whatever you can, really, if you're yeah. really getting into it. I got to get on the move, guys. But, yeah, let's, let's wrap this You've up. You've been on the move the whole show. What you talking yeah. about? <laughs> I don't know what time it was. Not to the time. But now it's the time. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to I gotta move. Yeah, let's, let's wrap this up, so... You know, thanks for everybody for tuning in. Sorry about last week. Uh, you know, we appreciate you guys coming by again this week. And like we say every week, the most valuable thing you give anybody is your time. We appreciate everybody that gave their time to hear about Juan's Hunger Game, military Hunger Games, and uh, crazy uh, Ida Storm and all that other happy stuff we talked about. And uh, we will see you guys next week, yo. Know? So till next time, peace. Peace. Later.